to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Non-stop, the invasion continues as rafts and boats and people make their way across the river into the United States, demanding that you empty your pockets to put in theirs, all because of Joe Biden and the open borders left. Now, I know that a lot of people are getting sick and tired of what you're seeing that Ben Berkwam has been bringing to the world from the border. However, ladies and gentlemen, this is so important that somebody is out there covering this, that somebody is willing to put everything on the line to get this truth out there. Because someday, the people that need to be in charge to do something about this will be in charge. And that day is not far off. We're going to explain that and so much more in this hour, folks. Welcome to Live from America. You're locked and loaded right here 
And I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from this live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's an honor and a blessing to be here with all of you every single day. Now, there are massive problems with Rumble right now. It's not that Rumble is not working. It's that it's not showing up in the feed. It's not just my Rumble. Steve Bannon's been having problems with Rumble this morning. Other people that I know have also been having problems with Rumble. I don't know what's going on. I have not had time to reach out to them as I just started seeing this before we came live today. So if you are having a problem seeing or finding it on Rumble, you can obviously um, go to the Facebook LFA producer page or you can go to Getter or you can watch it on Roku and Fire Stick under LFA TV. excuse me, one way or another, you're going to be able to watch Live from America today. And for uh, all those who are on Rumble watching, they got the um, the direct link from either Telegram or Instagram where we do a mass send out to everybody on both platforms. So if you haven't gotten that, excuse me, if you haven't gotten that link this morning, then please make sure, and you want to watch on Rumble, then go and click the direct link. That's the only reason. But you know what? Uh, Alicia White had just called it out perfect. She said Satan is working overtime. Yes, he is. But we're going to show you how we're combating Satan and how we're actually winning this holy war in this hour of this show. So please stay with us, okay? <clears throat> I want to say um, a big shout out to Sue C for the donation. Diane and Henry Furman, thank you for your donation. Um, They asked, uh, as some motherly advice, she said, instead of using scumbag, use dirtbag. You know, that's not bad advice. Uh, However, I'm so used to saying it, even though I try, it might take quite a while. Okay? Um, But we'll try. Uh, Thank you very much. Tammy Pitsenberger, God bless you and thank you for your donation. And Jennifer Blyvernicht, thank you very much for the health and wellness samples. My wife really loves that kind of stuff. So we appreciate that and everything that you guys do for us here on Life from America. Also, I need the address for Kathy Cappy. Kathy, if you're watching today, I need your address, so please email it to us. Somebody actually sent us something for you, so just email us your address so we can actually send that out to you, okay? And yesterday, folks, more money ended up coming in for the two people, Kim and Donnie, that we raised money for. We will be sending a check out this afternoon for both of those individuals, and we want to say thank you very much to all those who helped out. Now, there are questions about, do you vet the people that ask for money? In every case, somebody who's asking for some kind of help or some kind of financial assistance, I've either talked to them on the phone personally, I've talk to them through text or we've gone back and forth through email and in most cases they're people who have been here forever so I recognize and know who they are and uh, a lot of people were asking you know make sure our money is going to the people that it's supposed to be going to and definitely that is my part and I and I take responsibility for that okay and again if you have not been able to watch on rumble for all those people that are watching on Rumble, please, 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 for the love of God, copy the link and share that link out so people can come over to Rumble because a lot of people don't like watching on the other platforms. They want to watch on Rumble. The only reason is is they can't get the direct link. I've also put the direct link on my 
um, Telegram page. So just go to my Telegram, Live from America, and click the link directly from there. Let's get to the verse of the day today since Satan is working overtime to stop the truth from getting out. And today's newsletter, as well as today's show, is going to blow your mind. Maybe that is the reason why Satan is working so heavily today. It's because he knew the impact of today's show and what it was going to bring. And this might be one of the most important shows I've ever done. It may turn out being one of the most informative shows that I've ever done. Okay? Here we go. Morning newsletter. And I apologize for the rough, grumbly voice this morning. Don't know why. Just is. Have you ever sweat droplets of blood? That's the, that was the morning newsletter title. Have you ever sweat droplets of blood? And I said, what a blessing it is to have each other. What a blessing it is to be able to have fellowship with one another twice a day. I needed this. God knew that I needed this. I often wonder how I got here and why God has me, of all people, representing him in the gospel and the truth to do this show. There are people that are far more qualified and far better to do this, I believe. It was never part of my plan. I prayed for his will to be done and not my own, and I ended up here with all of you, which lets me know that all you needed this twice-a-day fellowship as well. We used to have 30,000 live viewers on every video when we were on Facebook. And I often wonder why we don't. Then it hit me. It wasn't part of God's plan for those people to continue to follow and watch Live from America. It was only his plan for us who have remained. Us that see each other daily. Us that lean on each other when we need to. Us that is and will continue to change the world. We are God's children, and we wear the full armor of God. Verse of the day today, please pull out your Bibles. Luke 22, 42 through 44. Again, that is Luke 22, 42 through 44. Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently. And when he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. Jesus' suffering that night was more than just physical. It was emotional and it was spiritual. His agony and his anxiety over what was about to happen was that of somebody who suffers so much in life that they think the only way out is suicide. He knew what was about to happen next. And like any human being, he asked his father not to have this befall unto him, but would fully accept it if that was God's will. At that moment, an angel appeared to strengthen him. The last time that Jesus needed an angel to strengthen him like this was in the desert where he spent 40 days and nights without food or shelter while Satan himself tempted Jesus constantly. Had the angel not come, 
to give him heavenly strength. The emotional stress would have certainly killed him based on what we know of the few very rare cases of humans who have actually sweat droplets of blood from severe anxiety and distress. Living upon this world is not easy. All of us have faced very difficult situations and times in many different ways. But have you ever sweat droplets of blood? This is what Jesus did for you. He took the emotional pain and stress of the world and he put it on himself so you could be free from it. He is the chain breaker. And when you accept that, you too will be free. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Tell me that's not heavy. Tell me that is not a great newsletter to start out the show with, folks. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one as we give our honor and our respect and our gratitude for God for literally everything that we have that is good and every trial that we face that helps us grow. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Jay Maldrich says that brought tears to my eyes. It brought tears to my eyes this morning, too. Like I said, I never know where I'm going to go with today's verse. It always comes to me from God in real time when I ask for it. And I've got to tell you, folks, sweating droplets of blood over anxiety and over stress and fear of what was about to happen to him and still going through it with the full help of God and strength given to him by angels sent from God for you and for me and for your children and your children's children is by far the greatest thing that has ever happened to humanity. If you agree with me, give me an amen and share it on your social media pages. Here we go, folks. Let's get right into the first and foremost section. Lift up your cups, and let's have our first slurp of the day. Get us where we need to be. It's time. It is time to expose Disney for who they really are. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, this is not, I don't, this does not bring me joy. This does not bring me happiness. I grew up with Disney. You grew up with Disney. My children grew up with Disney. Your children more than likely grew up with Disney. Your grandchildren more than likely grew up with Disney. And all the while, ladies and gentlemen, they were a very, very bad, very evil, and very disgusting organization. I don't know how far back it goes. But guess what? I'm not going to be friends with a pedophile anymore if I find out one of my friends is a pedophile. Just like I will never, ever give any money to this corrupt, evil, 
pedophile sex child sex organization known as Disney. Now, before I get into what I want to really say about this company, I do want to remind you that not two months ago, I reported to you, actually, it was not a month ago that I reported to you that 30 of Disney's employees were caught up in some sex child trafficking sting. Remember? Well, I should say there was about 30 or 40 people, and among them was Disney employees, if I'm going to say it correctly. Now, let's get into it. Remember all of those hidden sexual messages that we found out about Disney about 20 years ago? Do you remember about 20 years ago, turn, turn of the century, turn of the millennia, when we found out and there was that everybody was talking about all those sexual hidden messages, those subliminal messages that Disney was hiding? You know, in The Lion King, when Mufasa falls down on the dust and the dust goes in the air and it spells the word sex. Remember in the movie Aladdin when um, uh, you hear the genie in Aladdin hiding, hiding outside of Jasmine's room and you hear just faintly and quietly, but it's, it's plainly there. It says, take off your clothes. Do you remember the cover? of the uh, Little Mermaid movie where the entire city was in the shapes of a man's man's nether regions. There are many, many more examples of these sexual innuendos and this sexual subliminal messaging that was going on in Disney cartoons and movies. Now, back then, when all that first came out, everybody said, anybody who believes in that is a conspiracy theorist. And they also said anybody who believes in that is obviously crazy because those are just coincidences. Do you remember all of that? Because I do. I remember every single bit of that. And now I fully believe that Disney put them in there purposely because the company has been so obsessed with sex for years and pedophilia. And that is why they are fighting this uh, Florida parental rights bill so badly and lying to every single Hollywood executive, uh, Hollywood actor out there. Look, these Hollywood people like Ron Perlman and like Wanda Sykes and all these other losers who literally have no brain of their own, who have no determination to do anything outside to pick up the phone and say, what would you like me to do today, Hollywood? Well, here's your talking points, Wanda Sykes. Here's your talking points, uh, Ron Perlman. Go out there and say, don't say gay. Don't say gay. You're a Nazi for not saying gay when the bill doesn't say that once the bill is literally and 100% targeting the people who are trying to sexualize five, six, seven, and eight year olds. And you wonder why Disney is so mad over that. Disney's so mad over that because they know that the heart of their child sex crimes and the heart of their pedophilia remains and dwells in the state of Florida. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, thank God in heaven, finally, we've got somebody in Ron DeSantis who is as mad about child sex crimes and pedophilia as I am. Finally, we have somebody who's going to stand up to them and say, no more. I now have leaked internal video from an emergency internal Zoom meeting with high-level Disney executives 
over this bill being signed into law. I am going to let you hear right from the executives at Disney's mouth what they did, how they feel, and what and who they really are. Nothing in this world. There is nothing that you can say or do to me that makes me more infuriated than something to do with children and evil acts against children. To me, I, don't, I would need the full strength of God to stop myself if any of my children were involved in what Disney children have probably had to grow up with. I'm going to play you a series of videos right now. There's about four of them. I want you to watch them all, and I want you to listen very closely. It is very important. Disney corporate president, uh, Carrie Burke, and that is K-A-R-E-Y-B-U-R-K-E, Carrie Burke. She is the Disney corporate president. What you're going to hear her say in this video is not only admitting the sexualization of her small children, but how she plans to have a minimum of 50% of characters from now on be LGBTQIA+, and soon to be P, because they're going to put pedophilia in there, and racial minorities. From now on, this is what you can expect to see and hear from the Disney Corporation that, in my opinion, has been raping Disney kids, Mickey Mouse, uh, Mickey Mouse Club Disney kids, for decades. I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and and also as a leader. Um, and that was the thing that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations and um, I feel a responsibility to speak, um, not just for myself, but for them, um, to all of us. We, we had a we had an open forum last week at 20th where, um, again, the home of, of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I and I and I realized, oh, it it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and 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 yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters um, and and not have to be about gay stories. And so um, that's been very eye opening for me. Um, and, and I, I can tell you, um, it's something that I feel perhaps had this moment not happened. Um, I, as a leader and me, as my colleagues would not have focused on and, and going forward, um, I, I certainly will be more so I know that we will be. And, um, and I hope this is a moment where shoot, um, the 50% of the tears, <laughs> sorry, are coming, um, uh, Are you crying? Does that make you mad, Carrie Burke? Does it make you upset?
that your the sexualization of your children makes you cry that other children can't be sexualized as well. Look, this has nothing to do with homophobia. This has nothing to do with transphobia. This has everything to do with pedophobia. And it's not even pedophobia. It's pedo rage. I have pedophilia rage against people who sexualize children and fantasize about having sex with children and fantasize about letting children at that age make believe that they are something that they don't even know, understand, or desire yet. Call it whatever you want. I'm going to stand up for once as a parent. I'm going to stand up as an American citizen and say anybody out there who wants to talk about sex with children is a disgusting pedophile dirt bag who deserves every bit of judgment that man society and ultimately our god will bring down upon him or her or they or them or whatever you want to call yourself today you sick demented disgusting pedophile you should be the excrement of society and i will call you that you can call me every phobe you want you can take me off every social media platform you want and say that i violated community standards well if your community standards allows for the sexualization and the sex with children that pedophiles desire then go ahead and ban me because i don't want to be part of your community standards to begin with what you're going to hear now is disney's diversity and inclusion manager Vivian Ware, V-I-V-I-A-N-W-A-R-E. Where are her brains? Vivian Ware says the company has eliminated all mentions of ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls in its theme parks in order to create the magical moment for children who do not identify with traditional gender roles. You mean children who have been brainwashed and indoctrinated by their stupid left-wing liberal parents who obviously never got the belt when they were kids? Here's Vivian Ware talking more child sex pedophilia desire. Last summer, we, we removed all of the um, gendered greetings in relationship to our life skills. Well, so good. We you no sound like Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, we, we've trained, we, we've provided training for all of our, our cast members in, in relationship to that. So now they know it's, it's hello, everyone, or hello, friends. We, we are in the process of changing over those those recorded messages, and so many of you are probably familiar when we brought the fireworks back to the Magic Kingdom. We no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we say dreamers of all ages. And so I love the fact <laughs> that it's opened up the creativity, the opportunity for our cast members to look at that. We, we have our cast members working with merchandise, working with food and beverage, working with, with all of our guest facing areas where perhaps- Working you know, with merchandise and working with food and beverage, what do you mean? Are you gonna start making straws look like male genitalia? For little kids to suck on. I mean, I hate to be vivid and I hate to be open, but that's exactly what they're trying. This is the kind of sickness. This is the kind of subliminal messaging and sickness that these people are on. Let's go ahead and listen to the rest from Vivian Ware. We want to create that magical moment with our cast members, with our guests. And we don't want to just assume because someone might be um, in, in our interpretation, maybe presenting as female, that they may not want to be called princess. So let's think differently about how do we really engage with our guests in a meaningful and inclusive way that makes it magical and memorable for everyone. And, and <laughs> Magical and memorable for everyone. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear another leaked 
um, portion of this emergency meeting based on the laws that they're not going to be able to have sex with children anymore. Uh, this is a video uh, from Inside Disney's All Hands meeting about the Florida Parental Rights Bill in which executive producer Latoya Ravenow, Ravenue, her name is Latoya, L-A-T-O-Y-A, Ravenue, R-A-V-E-N-E-A-U. She says her team has implemented a, quote, not all secret gay agenda and is regularly, quote, adding queerness to children's programming. It's like, I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. Oh, did you? They have been a huge, like, informative <laughs> part of my life. But at the same time, like, I worked at small studios most of my career, and I'd heard, you know, you hear whispers. Like, I'd heard things like, oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little, like, sus when I started. I was and, a little sus, she says. My experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard on my little pocket of like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA. Um, the showrunners were super welcoming Meredith Roberts and like the, the, our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my, like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like, I, I feel like I felt like it was, I mean, like maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must have happened in the last, like, like they're turning it around, they're going hard. And then all that like momentum that like, I felt like that like, like sense of, I don't have to be afraid to like, like, let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background, like I was just like, wherever I could just basically adding queerness to like, the, if like, you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of them. But like, I, I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. Oh my God, no one would try to stop me. And like, you know what I was like? I was like, I used to like watch all these Disney shows like when I was like a kid and like I used to watch all the sexual, like, 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 like sexualization of it. And like, I used to like love it so like very much. And so like, I, I came here and like, I was thinking to myself, like, I was wondering how this is going to be. And like, I was scared how it was going to be like, and then I got here, like, and then I was liking all these children that were taking off their clothes. And like, I thought it was great. And then like, I thought, why not put them like in the movies? And then like, and like, and, and I started like throwing all this like queerness in there. And like it was so great it was so awesome it was so like uh uh you should so like be in prison for so like the rest of your life how about that how about that how about being in the prison for like the rest of your life <laughs> i'm gonna expose them i'm gonna expose them for exactly who they are look at this this is disney's new image <gasps> mickey mouse mickey mouse making a heart with his hands, showing the rainbow. Well, I'm glad they've accepted that the rainbow is a promise from God never to flood the earth again, right? Oh, here's, here's Mickey and Minnie. Look at that. Why do you even have Mickey and Minnie? One's a boy and one's a girl. That's odd. Shouldn't you just have them? Shouldn't you just have themy mouse instead of Mickey mouse? That's themy mouse. That's they mouse and themy mouse right there. From, you know, Disney, the cartoons. You don't recognize them? Yeah, we've changed their names. Oh, but that's not it. I want to expose Disney just a little bit more if I can. Because if anything deserves more time to talk about, it's the disgustingness of Disney. Here's a Disney activist partner telling the LGBTQIA employees that Ron DeSantis and Republicans want to kidnap gay people's children i mean the amount of misinformation that's going on out there and you would think that uh you know 
Facebook or anybody would classify this as misinformation, but no, they don't want to do that. Watch this lie. Coverage. But the context is also who is pushing it, what their record is, and what the history is in Florida. You know, you can go back to the to the 50s, to the Johns Committee, where the legislature was, was actively uh, put together a task force whose whole job was to root out civil rights workers and any homosexuals in the university system. They destroyed lives. Literally, people committed suicide behind the, the relentless attack. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And then you have Anita Bryant, and many of us are of an age to remember Anita Bryant's Save Our Children campaign, which was premised on the same, the same ideas that undergird this bill. And because of her campaign that equated being gay with being a, a pre child predator, she was able to pass a ban on gay people being able to adopt a marriage ban, and then she took that nationwide. And so when we react to this, a lot of us are reacting from the pain we experienced of being isolated and stigmatized in school. But we're also reacting from the reality that when they can erase you, when they can criminalize your existence, when they can demonize who you are, the next step is to criminalize you and take your kids. Well, ladies and gentlemen, so now she's trying to say they're trying to demonize, criminalize, and then take their kids because they're gay. No, no, we don't care that you're gay. We don't want to criminalize you or erase you or get you off this world or off this planet because you're gay. You know, want to know why? Because we believe in free choice, okay? But there's also a thing called adulthood, and there's also a thing called childhood. There's also a thing called consent, and there's also a thing called brainwashing and indoctrination. And when that child reaches adulthood, yes, then they can make up their own mind as to what they want to be and what they want to do in society. But if you give them that ability and you have that closeness with them about talking about sex and doing this, this, this kind of brainwashing on them and, 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 and sending them down a path, that they don't even know they want to be on, that's what we're talking about. That is the kind of stuff that we're talking about Disney. I mean, I, I, I wanted to spend enough time on this today, guys, because I thought it was not only relevant, but I thought it was needed, and I think people need to hear this. Hey, teacher, leave, kids alone. leave those kids alone. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on from that because I've had enough talking about it. I'm sure you're sick of talking about it, but it needs to be said, and we shined the light today. Okay? Um, Steve Bannon was saying this on his show, find that loophole. I'm not sure what you meant by that, Teresa, but uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't know Steve was talking about this on his, on his show as well. Um, I did just get a word back from Rumble executives. I just uh, sent a text message to Rumble. And I said, is Rumble messed up for everybody today or is it just ours? And he says, no, it is. We had an issue. We're working to fix it. This is what I like about Rumble. You can get somebody assigned and you can call that person and reach out to them and they can tell you exactly what they're doing in real time. God bless Rumble and God bless the fact that we have technology to be able to get the show out there. I will. Either this show is recording on Real America's Voice News, which I believe it is and will be there, or we will upload the whole thing because we are successfully recording the entire show, okay? Moving on, folks. Let's get away from Disney for a minute. If you continue to what, let your children watch Disney, then you're doing it knowing all of that and just be at your own risk, okay? New FOIA requests reveal that the NIH which Tony Fauci oversaw forever, secretly deleted COVID data provided by the Wuhan lab at the beginning 
of the pandemic. And you know who's always involved in this kind of stuff when you hear about the NIH or the NIAID. It's not only Tony the Rat Face Fauci, but it's also his former boss, Francis Collins, okay? A trove of documents that were uncovered by a recent Freedom of Information Act request reveals that the NIH secretly deleted information about the genetic sequence of the COVID-19's virus in the summer of 2020. No surprise here, former NIH Director Francis Collins and NIAID Director Tony the Ratface Fauci were front and center with this cover-up. According to Just the News, which is John Solomon, big shout out to John Solomon and uh, Amanda Head for their Trump interview last night, which we'll get to later in the show. The now deleted data was provided to the NIH by researchers at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in March of 2020, but was deleted shortly after it was received at the request of who? The CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. And, of course, we all know that our entire shadow and puppet and illegitimate government is beholden to and compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. After initial pushback by the NIH, the files were completely deleted in the middle of June. The emails obtained by the Empower Oversight Group show a Wuhan University researcher submitted virus sequence information to the NIH's sequence read uh, archive in March of 2020, the same month, the World Health Organization, or WHO, you might hear it uh, referred to as, declared a pandemic. And about two months after the virus was detected in Wuhan, of course, you know the rest. The scientist made an additional submission on the virus in June of 2020, according to the emails. Later that day, he asked the NIH uh, to retract the submission, claiming it was made in error. You mean after the CCP found out about it? The NIH responded by saying it preferred to edit or replace submissions over replacing them completely. Okay? A few months later, the researcher submitted another request to withdraw the genetic sequence from the NIH database according to the emails. The NIH agreed to the researcher's request one day later and asked for the clarification on whether another submission should be deleted. Quote, I had withdrawn everything. An unnamed NIH official told uh, the Wuhan researcher in an email. Okay. Additionally, a separate batch of emails recovered by EO indicated that the genetic sequencing data seemed to support claims that the virus was man-made and was uh, originated from the extremely dangerous gain-of-function research that was taking place at the Wuhan Institute. According to one email sent by Professor Trevor Bedford of the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center, who works closely with Fauci Collins and the NIH, explained the deleted sequencing uh, data likely indicated that the virus originated outside the human market or the human market, excuse me, in Wuhan, and that the matter must be analyzed properly. But despite communicating his concerns, it seems like the issues was the issue was never looked at into by the agency. In fact, it was quite the contrary. 
Contrary, the public health regime has covered up any notion that the virus was created in a lab. You want to know why? Because if they can prove that the virus was created in a lab, which you and I all believe because the evidence has taken us there, if they can prove that, then they can prove who funded it. And if they can prove that, then it traces back to the United States of America. And when it proves that, it shows that the NIH and the NIAID was acting illegally because they were doing something they should not have done and if they can prove that then it goes right back to the top which is Barack Hussein Obama and it brings in all of the bio research labs in Ukraine it brings in all of the money funneled and 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 racked up by the Clinton Foundation and it puts all of these people in the same bubble and guess what else it will confirm the election of 2020 because all of that is wrapped up into one folks it is as Bannon says on his war room, it is the crime of the century. Crime of the century. And just like President Trump said, we caught you. We caught them all. And the deep state is being brought to heel, and the process has already begun. We're going to get that, going to get to that in a little bit here, too. I'm trying to crunch in so much in this hour, folks. It's crazy. Okay, here we go. Moving on. The other day, I showed you a video surfaced of Madison Cawthorn on a podcast where he was exposing the power and sex-hungry drug addicts that occupy the D.C. swamp. Now, that did not sit well with the swamp when that podcast and what Madison Cawthorn said actually started amplifying and getting out there to the masses. Since showing that video on this show, it is blown up to the point where GOP minority leader Kevin McCoward himself, quote, plans to talk to Madison Cawthorn over his remarks on the D.C. elites doing cocaine and breaking laws and inviting him to sexual orgy parties. Let's get into this for a little bit. It'd be nice if GOP minority leader Kevin McCoward would actually do something else rather than just cry every time a Republican like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Madison Cawthorn says something and promises to talk to them about it. That guy is such a loser and he's so weak. I cannot wait until he is not the Speaker of the House. But let's get into this because that's exactly what he's doing. Quote, I mean the sexual perversion that goes on in Washington. I mean, being kind of a young guy in Washington and the average age is probably 60 or 70. And I look at a lot of these people and, you know, a lot of them that I, you know, that I looked up through uh, through my life. I've always paid attention to politics. And all of a sudden I get invited to like, hey, we're going to have some kind of sexual get together at some of our homes. You could come by. You should come by. What did you just ask me to do? And then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Those were the words of Madison Cawthorn. He went on to say, or the fact that, you know, there's some of the people leading on the movement to try to, to try and remove addiction in our country and doing cocaine right in front of you. Now, McCarthy, as soon as this got big, McCarthy, McCoward, sprung into action after other Republicans expressed their frustration with Madison Cawthorn's content and what he said and his candor. 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I told you that the D.C. hates Marjorie Taylor Greene. You can think whatever you want about her. You can believe whatever you want about her. You can take sides on people who have issues with her. But one thing you cannot do is refute the fact that she is there fighting for exactly what we believe in. Why do you think they hate her? Look, if the swamp hates somebody, I love them. They hate Madison Cawthorn. They hate Marjorie Taylor Greene. They hate Matt Gates. They hate Jim Jordan. They hate President Trump. They hate Steve Bannon. They hate Jeremy Harrell. They hate every single one of you, and they're trying currently to label you as domestic terrorists. I told you that having these kind of people in their, uh, in their world, in their swamp, exposes them to no end because it means that there's somebody there that's going to hold them accountable. It means that there's somebody there that's going to learn their secrets. And it means it's somebody there that is going to literally bring down their entire house of cards. Multiple sources tell me leader Kevin McCarthy This is what Olivia Beavers says on Twitter, says he plans to talk to freshman representative Madison Cawthorn over his orgy remarks, told several House Republicans stood up and who were very upset. They said it wasn't okay and that they don't believe it. Yeah, like Madison Cawthorn is going to go out there as the God-fearing Christian patriot that he is and lie about that. Yes, you're right, Deb. Deb McElroy says they hate Lauren Boebert too. That's exactly right. Now, why would, now, if it wasn't true, then why are these Republicans mad? If it wasn't true, then why is Kevin McCoward holding a meeting with Representative Madison Cawthorn? Now, I'm going to try to get Madison Cawthorn on the show only, only after our fearless minority leader in the Republican Party talks to him. Because I want to talk with Madison Cawthorn man to man and say, number one, I agree with you exposing this. Number two, don't let them get to you. We got your back, bro. And number three, continue to expose these losers. And don't worry about what your leader, Kevin McCarthy, says. That guy is the biggest loser of them all. Him and Mitch McConnell need to ride off into the sunset together to Loserville and create a town where just the two of them live. Population two. I am so sick of these people in the Republican Party not doing anything about it. And Representative Madison Cawthorn and his statements actually exposed all the people in the Republican Party that we need to get rid of. So thank you, Madison. Maybe he did that for, an, for that exact reason. Who knows? Maybe Madison Cawthorn did this because he knew what the backlash was going to be about it. And he's like, this is my perfect opportunity to finally bring the lid down on all, or open the lid on all these losers. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to take this opportunity really quick, if I could, to just show you brand new bundle sale that we have on JeremyHarrell.com. I wanted to show you this the other day. There it is right there. You can get a combination of the Hand Over the Heart t-shirts and the 3 percenter Tyranny t-shirts. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty, 1776. You can get man or woman. You can get the... Any color you want, any combination of color and size and any combination of male and female T-shirts, because, you know, we have to have those, you know, because there are only men and women. And the deal, you get two shirts for $39.99, folks. That goes on until April 11th. This deal's going on until April 11th, so make sure you guys check that out. And, um, you know... We also, by the way, we also have the children's from 2T 
all the way until 14 years old of the Hand Over Your Heart t-shirts and many, many more, even the Pledge of Allegiance in the form of a flag on the t-shirt for your children to wear because you know what? If they're going to indoctrinate our kids and they're going to fight for our kids and they're going to want to control our kids, then it's time to send our kids to school in the full armor of God or at least in something that we believe. And that is putting your hand over your heart, saying the Pledge of Allegiance and standing up for this country. If they're going to fight for our kids, then let's send our kids well-equipped into the battlefield. Amen? All right, let's move on to the next story here. So right now, this is (laughs) part of the show I really couldn't wait to get to. We are in a full-out war right now. If anybody thinks that we're not in war right now, then they are sadly mistaken. We are in a full-on war right now as I speak to you. It's not Republican versus Democrat. It's we God-fearing Christian patriots and God himself versus the D.C. corrupt swamp, corrupt politicians around the world, and the evil forces around the world. And look at me, ladies and gentlemen, when I say this, I am 100% serious. I feel 100% that we are right now in war. And we're not in a war that you all know of. We're not in a war that you're all familiar with. We're in a war like we've never been in before. I know there's been holy wars. I know that God has used people to crush other people who are evil. This is different. This is bigger. This is worse. This is badder. Okay, bigger, badder, and worse. This is going to take a very special person to fight. You are going to now need to be unequivocally a God-fearing Christian who, who really believes they're wearing the full armor of God. If you go into this battle with anything less than that, you're done. They will kill you. They will destroy you. They will cancel you. They'll destroy your lives. And you will be nobody to anybody if you let these people continue to encroach on your lives and bring evil into your home and bring evil to your supper table and bring evil to your children and bring evil to everything that you've ever known existed that is the fight that we're in right now I am not kidding I'm not just saying this because I want to fear monger I don't want to you know get people all riled up for no reason I'm 100% serious this has nothing to do with man's law this has everything to do with good versus evil and we are in it like we've never been before I hope and pray that all of you are equipped and ready for this battle because I know I am I know I am Now, both sides, whether it's our side or the other, good or evil, both sides are out in the open in public and loud about their intentions. No longer is the left saying, we're not indoctrinating or brainwashing your kids. We want your children all the way down to preschool. Right now, the left is saying, you states aren't smart enough or well-equipped enough or have the resources enough or have the, or have the people in place to handle your own elections. We want to handle them, handle them. No longer is the left quiet about literally anything they're trying to do, and neither are we. Neither are we. I will come on this show every single day, whether it's in front of a camera, whether it's in front of 10 million people in person, whether it's in front of Merrick Garland, whether it's in front of Joe Biden, whether it's in front of George Soros, whether it's in front of Klaus Schwab, whether it's in front of Vladimir Putin, President Trump, or anybody else. I will stand here no matter what with no fear because God tells me fear not. And I will stand on my beliefs and I will say them openly and publicly until the day they take me out of this world. Nobody is mincing words anymore. 
Their side and our side are out in public and in full scope of everybody saying this is what we believe. And so is former CIA senior operations officer John Cipher. John Cipher openly brags about swinging the election for Biden with a disinformation campaign about Hunter Biden's laptop. Like I told you folks, they are no longer mincing words or trying to hide. Let's get into it. They needed to flip an election for Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. So they lied to the American public about Hunter Biden's laptop. And so did Bill Barr. 51 top intelligence officials signed a letter saying Hunter Biden's letter was Russian disinformation. Joe Biden lied about his crackhead son's laptop during a debate in front of the world. The media lied about it as Russian disinformation to save poor dementia-ridden Joe. But now that the election is over and stolen, they can come clean on their lies. The New York Times last week finally admitted that Hunter Biden's laptop was authentic. Wow, out of nowhere. And now former CIA agents are now openly bragging about taking part in stealing the election from Trump. Not kidding you. Former CIA senior operations uh, officer John Cipher tweeted about bragging about their deceitful plot to take down Trump and swing the election. I'm going to show you the tweet right now if you don't believe me, because it's real. Uh, Let me. Give me a second here. I want to fit this to the screen properly so you can read all of it. So I think that'll do it right about there. All right, check it out. I take special pride in personally swinging the election away from Trump. You're welcome. Maybe cowardly dick, he's talking about Rick Rick Grinnell, forgot he blocked me for the last several years and only unblocked me to give me credit for swinging the election. One of the former CIA officers who signed that letter claiming stories about the laptop allegedly belonging to Hunter Biden were disinformation, says he helped swing the 2020 election. Cypher and 50 other former U.S. intelligence officials signed the letter on October 19, 2020, alleging that the effort to distribute its contents, quote, has all the classic earmarks of Russian information operation, despite knowing whether the laptop was even legitimate. The letter was at the core of the story from Politico that claimed that New York Post story about the laptop was Russian disinformation. The Post was the first to report about the emails on the laptop, which was dropped off at a computer repair store and never picked up by the then presidential candidate Joe Biden's son, according to the store's owner. Now, we're not going to go back and watch the two years of fake disinformation coming from the media. We're not going to go back and watch the two years of lies coming from the left, whether they were president at the time or not. What I am going to tell you is every single thing that they tell me from now on is Russian disinformation, I am going to believe is true. I do not believe Vladimir Putin. Ready for this? I do not believe Vladimir Putin is, a bad, is the bad guy in this situation any longer. 
I do not believe Vladimir Putin is doing something that we wouldn't do faced in the same situation. I do not believe Vladimir Putin is mindlessly and evilly just killing people, men, women, and children, to take over a country because he wants it part of Soviet Union anymore. I do not believe that Vladimir Putin is hated by his country. You can't show me or prove to me that anything that I just said is false. All you can do is say that it's Russian disinformation. And I firmly believe that President Trump and President Putin are going to work hand in hand, whether officially or unofficially, to take down you scumbag cowards, to take down each and every one of you cabal, dirty politicians, to take down the Biden crime family, to take down the globalists, to take down George Soros, and to take down Klaus Schwab. I said it here on Life from America, and say something to me about it. Or leave the program if you don't like it. I'm not mincing words anymore either. Call me a Russian stooge all you want. Say I'm a Putin sympathizer all you want. You know what I'm not? I'm not a swamp sympathizer. I'm not a pedophile sympathizer. I'm not a lying, corrupt loser sympathizer. So there. Drop that mic. I'm sorry. I am sorry, but I am worked up and I have had absolutely enough. I've had absolutely enough. And now I know why they said Alex Jones was crazy all those years. Now I know. But anyway, to that former CIA officer, you're a dummy. Because when we take power again, and we will, you're going to prison. Come on, man. We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day, sir. I think that tweet and that admission of swinging the election is going to come back to haunt you. Just my personal opinion. And moving on, let's go to um, Matt Gates yesterday. Now, I know I showed you Matt Gates yesterday basically dropping the hammer on that FBI agent and either making that FBI agent commit perjury or showing how unqualified and unskilled these people in the FBI truly are for that job and they should resign immediately. Either way, he killed it yesterday. What a lot of people are not talking about, though, is I think probably the buried lead here, the buried headline is that Matt Gates was able to submit the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop into a congressional record officially. That is the first time that, that, has been ha- that that's happened. Nobody's been able to do that before. Now, you would think that that would be the case. You would think that this Hunter Biden laptop, because it's such a big issue, would have been introduced into some kind of record, whether it be congressional or Senate hearing at some point, but it never has. It never was until yesterday. So praise God for Matt Gates. Praise God for people who are willing to stand up. I'm telling you that right now. Matt Gates officially entered into a congressional record. Hunter Biden's laptop and the contents of it. That's massive. That is massive. And guess what? Poop pants Jerry Nadler was so completely lost in that hearing as the chairman, he didn't even know that he allowed it. I'll allow it. Oh, Oh, I'll allow it. 
Sorry, just crap my pants. Big shout out to Matt Gates for doing that. However, there's another thing that Matt Gates did yesterday. Because by the way, that laptop now in, in officially in congressional record is going to be the thing that brings every single one of them down. Mark my words. This is God working, folks. This is God doing this stuff. This isn't me. This isn't you. This is God doing this work. It's incredible. He also, what a lot of people aren't talking about, he introduced a resolution to strip the security clearances from dozens of intelligence officials who falsely labeled Hunter Biden's laptop from hell as Russian disinformation. Now, I think this should have been done a long time ago as far as stripping people's um, security clearances. But I want to give Matt Gates a big shout out for doing that because that will come back in our favor. You watch. So for all the people out there that call themselves MAGA, call themselves Trump supporters, for all those people out there that do not agree that Joe Biden is illegitimately and illegally occupying the White House, if you believe that he's not there legally, For all those who believe basically everything that I believe, but still have some kind of hair across your behind about Matt Gates or Marjorie Taylor Greene or Madison Cawthorn or anybody else like that who's taking over the Republican Party and they're doing it radically because that's how you have to do it to take down and tear down these establishment uh, parties. Maybe, just maybe, you should think about it and stop splitting hairs over stupid, stupid disagreements. All those people out there that go, well, I don't know about Marjorie Taylor Greene because this person said that. No. You're going to end up just, you're, the people that do that are the same people that we have been trying to get rid of the Republican Party for a long time. It's either we stand together and we work towards this goal or get out of the way. That's where we're at now. I'm sorry to say that is where we're at now. Either get on the train and be fully on the train or get off because you're causing more problems than you are helping. That's the way I feel anymore. Sooner or later, you'll come around and you'll stop splitting hairs over, over ridiculous stuff. Now, remember when I told you that the start of everything, the, sh- the, the tides shifting And the wind shifting. Do you remember when I told you that all of that started happening when President Trump said the deep state is being brought to heel and the process has already begun? Think about everything that's happened since that day. Think about everything that's happened since that day. Now, I want to play you a short clip from last night from my friend Amanda Head, who I am so very proud of of the fact that she got to sit down with President Donald J. Trump. She deserves it. She's worked hard. I've spent many, many, many hours on the road with Amanda Head, and if anybody deserved an exclusive interview with President Trump, it is her. Same thing with John Solomon. John Solomon is a legend in the news business. He does not get the credit that he deserves for what he's done with Just the News and others, and I want to give a big shout-out to both of them. Yesterday, their exclusive interview with President Donald J. Trump aired on Real America's Voice News exclusively. That's what exclusive means. And I want to tell you, I want to show you, if you have not seen it, what President Donald J. Trump said about Putin. Remember when I told you that single, not single-handedly, but together, President uh, Donald J. Trump and President Putin, whether officially or non-officially, whether together or not together, are going to bring the deep state to heel? 
President Trump wasn't allowed to say what you're about to hear him say when he was president. But now that he's, quote, not president, and I put that in quotes for a reason, he can say these things. And President Trump is going to do far more damage out of the office to the swamp than he could ever do while he was in office to the swamp. And it kind of makes you think, maybe, just maybe that was his plan the whole time. Why else would he have said the day he departed, the best is yet to come. Never fear. Don't worry. We're going to go through some hard times, but we got this. Check this out. Predicted this. And one thing while I'm on your show, as long as Putin now is not exactly a fan of our country, let him explain where did, because Chris Wallace wouldn't let me ask the question, why did the mayor of Moscow's wife give the Bidens, both of them, three and a half million dollars? That's a lot of money. She gave him three and a half million dollars. So now I would think Putin would know the answer to that. I think he should release it. I think we should know that answer. Now, you won't get the answer from Ukraine, but why are they giving somebody who knows nothing about energy $187,000 a month plus a $3 million upfront payment? And I won't even talk about China because they haven't gone into Taiwan yet. That'll be next. But why did the mayor of Moscow's wife give the Biden family three and a half million dollars? Nobody wants to ask the question. And Chris Wallace, who's a total lightweight, unlike his father, who interviewed me for 60 (laughs) minutes, who was actually a good piece. Mike Wallace was great. He wants to be Mike Wallace, but he doesn't have the talent. (laughs) But why is it that the mayor of Moscow's wife gave the Biden family three and a half million dollars? I think Putin now would be willing to probably give that answer. I'm sure he knows. And there are 200 million more mentioned in the documents that went to other entities oh, around him. Oh, it's oh, the it's, numbers. It's, it's, it's yeah. crazy. Tip the iceberg. You mentioned China, Mr. President. Um, when you were president, you did All right, I want to stop this. Qua- Somebody said you sounded like Q. No, don't. Sorry. Don't believe in Q. Never have. Don't care about Q. Don't care about the whole Q movement. Matter of fact, don't have anything to say about it. Don't like it. Don't not like it. Don't care. Don't care. Never, ever went down the Q rabbit hole. Everything that I've given you since November 4th is merely based on research, reading between the lines, and being in touch. I'll say I was wrong, very wrong about one thing, and that is Mike Pence. But guess what? President Trump was wrong about him, too. So you're going to jump down his throat for the same thing? You were wrong about him, too. We were wrong about Mike Pence. The other thing that we were wrong about was the fact that the Supreme Court is actually a a centralized place for truth and justice. Didn't know that was going to happen. Didn't know we were going to see a complete breakdown of our judicial system. Because by law, ladies and gentlemen, by law, President Trump should be the president right now. So no, I'm not Q. I don't sound like Q. And I don't care about Q. That's my personal opinion. That's my personal opinion. So what President Trump said there is maybe, he said maybe, I don't know, maybe Putin will now release this kind of stuff. Maybe now that Putin isn't a fan of the United States, he'll release this kind of stuff. President Trump is telling you the quiet part out loud. And for that, sir. Smarty Award of the Day for President Trump. Uh, M405 says Q ain't wrong either. Again, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'm, again, I'm not dissing Q. I'm not saying they're good, right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm saying I don't care about them. Never have, 
Never went down that rabbit hole. Don't know what all of those code pictures and memes see about this time and this date. I don't know and I don't care. I, I, that doesn't make me a bad person. I just I don't, I don't have anything to do with Q and I never will. Not because I don't want to or because, just because I don't have anything to do with it because I do my own thing. That's why I don't follow the Q thing. I do my own thing. And now I want to play one more video for you to leave the day, and I thought this was appropriate to play this video. I have been very disgusted by this man for years, but just like Bill Maher and others, it is finally nice to see Hollywood crumbling. And when I say Hollywood is crumbling, you can see Hollywood crumbling right before your eyes. And if it wasn't for God and what God is doing, then Hollywood would not be able to be beat or bought off. Okay, Hollywood executives and Hollywood pedophiles and all of their agendas and all their narratives would not be able to be crumbled by you nor me. They could only be crumbled at that size and that level of power by almighty God. And that is what I believe is happening right now. And I want to show you a video. I watched this video last night and it was from Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was promoting his new movie, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, where he plays Dr. Robotnik. He was asked about the Oscars. He was asked about Will Smith. And this is probably the most level-headed interview I have ever seen since the 90s of Jim Carrey. And it's nice to see Jim Carrey talking since. And it's nice to see Jim Carrey call out Hollywood for what it really is. Folks, I thought it was nice to play this video because I thought it was nice to hear. Here's Jim Carrey and what he thought about the Will Smith thing. I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless, en masse. And uh, it just, it really felt like, oh, this is a really clear indication that uh, we're not the cool club anymore. There was some question today about if anyone else had walked from the audience and done that, they would have been escorted out by security or maybe even arrested. The police asked, asked Chris if he been. had to file charges. They asked Chris, do you want to file charges? And Chris apparently said, no, he did not. He doesn't want the hassle. I, I'd have, I'd have uh, for, announced this morning that I was suing Will for $200 million because that video is going to be there forever. It's going to be ubiquitous. You know, that insult is going to last a very long time. If you want to yell from the audience and disapprove or sh show a disapproval or say something on Twitter or whatever, you, you know, you do not have the right to, to walk up on stage and smack somebody in the face because they said words. No, no, I agree. I, I think we all agree on that. I just thought, Jim, that it escalated to that. You know what I mean? That it escalated to I like that this level. part. It didn't escalate. It came out of nowhere because Will has something going on inside him that's frustrated, and I, I, I wish him the best. I really do. I don't, I don't you know, mm -hmm. I don't have anything against Will Smith. He's done great mm -hmm. things. But that was have not a good moment. It cast a, a pall over everybody's shining moment last night. You know, a lot of people worked really hard to get to that place and to have their moment in the sun and to, to get their award for the really hard work they did. And, uh, and, uh, and it, it is no mean feat to go through all the stuff you have to go through when you're nominated for an Oscar. It's a gauntlet of devotion that you have to do. And, uh, and you know, just it was just a selfish moment that cast a pall over the whole thing. I agree right I was there. Sickened. It was, was a sickened selfish moment. Ovation. It was a selfish moment. Hollywood is just spineless. Hold on one second. Let me turn on this mass. off. It was a selfish moment. He said Hollywood doesn't have a spine. Hollywood is spineless. And Hollywood is no longer the cool club anymore. Jim Carrey's been through a lot. Now, I'm not saying that he's the greatest guy in the world. I am. I'm not either. But I had respect for what he said. 
And when I, when, I, when I see somebody saying something that should be respected, I'm going to give them the highlight. I think that was the right thing to say. I think what he said was from the heart, and I think it was real. And after everything I've heard from Jim Carrey over the last decade, that was the smartest thing I've heard him say. So, anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. God bless each and every one of you. Look, I know we don't always agree. I know there's a lot of people who watch this show that do believe in Q. I know there's a lot of people that watch this show that do believe that Putin is a bad, bad man. I know there's a lot of people that believe a lot of very different things than I believe, but yet you continue to show up and watch the show. Why? Because you're not a snowflake who can't have disagreements with somebody else. In the end, our motive and our goal is the same. That's what I'm talking about when I'm saying don't split hairs. If you have a minor disagreement with me, don't split hairs over it. Let's have a conversation about it. Send me an email. If you have a minor disagreement with Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert or Madison Cawthorn, don't split hairs and say I'm not supporting them because your alternative is Lindsey Graham and Mom Jeans Mitt Romney or a Democrat. So choose wisely. And having said that, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back and keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll have my producer make short clips out of many parts of this show today. I know you're going to want to share them, especially the, the, uh, the Disney pedophile stuff. We'll make sure we get right on that. God bless each and every one of you. Please visit JeremyHarrell.com. Help out if you can. If not, just be here and watch the show. I love you and I'll see you tonight at five o'clock. Bye-bye. Stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown.